for tuning in to Mystic Witch. I'm your host, Blue. You can find out more about me at bluejunetarot.com. Mystic Witch is a podcast about magic, divination, and all things supernatural. Witches. We are here today with Lisa Stardust. She is a New York City-based astrologer who is known for her pop culture horoscopes. Stardust acts as a guide for clients to help navigate them through finances, relationships, and other important facets of life. Hi, Lisa. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So today we're going to be talking about dream interpretation using divination and some other aspects. Can you start by telling us a little bit about your experience with dream interpretation? Many years ago, when I was in college, I actually was a psychology minor. And I took many, many, many classes about dream interpretation and what dreams mean. And it basically was a deep dive into our subconscious desires, which I always found very fascinating because a lot of the times we dream about things that were, that are yearning to come out. And it's fascinating because when we study astrology and tarot, a lot of astrology and tarot and even psychic readings, a lot of it is based on our subconscious needs and desires. So if we are giving someone a reading, sometimes we can see deeper into what they're feeling than they can even acknowledge and even ourselves. Studying dreams is basically, it goes hand in hand with studying astrology and tarot. And mysticism. Yeah, for sure. I actually recently just offered a service on my booking page just to make people aware that this is something that you can have done as a service. Um, it's actually my favorite type of reading to do. It's <laughs> it's really fun to sort of see the layers of someone's subconscious that way. So let's talk a little bit more about the psychological meaning behind things. Sure. I mean, the cliche dream is that we're naked and we're in front of people and we're giving a speech naked and <laughs> the classic like scenario. And a lot of the times, you know, we're kind of like, what does it mean that we're kind of like, we're always like, what does it mean when we're standing naked in front of people? And a lot of that is just based about vulnerability and basically people having access to us and basically the lack of control. And it's interesting because I think that that is like the most classic cliche dream that's out there in the world. You know, we see it in movies, we see it in pop culture references. And I think that if we kind of embrace our fear, which is the fear of being vulnerable in that scenario, then we can kind of like kill it and crush it when we're in front of people giving a speech. Now, I'm using that as an example of what our dreams can bring us. Sometimes people can have prophetic dreams and we can kind of predict the future based on our dreams. And that just means that we know what's going to happen before it happens. So I think that it's really interesting, you know, 
that we all kind of are psychics and we all are constantly being given messages from the universe. And when we're sleeping, our minds can kind of put the information together and give it to us and serve it up on a a nice platter. However, during the day, when we have a million things going on in our lives, it's really hard to kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together. So when we think of our minds as constantly collecting data from the day, and then when we sleep at night, we're sort of in this very calm, chill, mellow place. All of the pieces can come together and sort of give us downloads. I'm not sure if you've ever experienced that, but a lot of the times I receive messages and information while I'm sleeping. Now, I know that in mysticism, they believe that sometimes spirits can come to you and give you information while you're sleeping. Maybe you're able to receive more messages from spirits while you're sleeping just because your mind is in a kind of relaxed place and you're able to receive information because your body is still and calm and at peace. I've basically experienced a lot of, you know, dreams that have come to fruition and a lot of dreams that have not come to fruition. Sometimes I have maybe received messages from spirits and sometimes I've had a lot of anxiety in my dreams, which are basically my fears coming to light from things that have happened in my daily vibe and routine. I can't say that I've ever experienced a prophetic dream per se. My dreams come as metaphors <laughs> so I can't really say that I know what that's exactly like, and they're kind of difficult to decipher. How would someone know that they're having a prophetic dream? Does it only only time will tell? Is it that sort of situation? For me, I usually have my dreams a few days before they happen in reality, or I'll just have a feeling that it's going to happen. We all wake up in the morning saying, that can't be real, that's not going to happen, and You know, that's why it's important to kind of write your dreams down, because at some point or another, you're going to experience sort of deja vu in your life. And you're going to remember that you had had the insight while you were sleeping. So I definitely think that dream journaling in the morning when the dreams are fresh in your head will kind of help you understand, you know, your intuition Yeah, I think dream journaling is also really uh, important because, as you said, you know, you lose details. But I've been telling people lately to not to get up and write down their dreams because what takes an hour and a half to handwrite takes a minute and a half to voice record. So we usually have a voice memo app on our phone, and this helps us get back to sleep as soon as possible. What's your advice to clients who are trying to figure out what the messages mean? Some messages are quite literal, some are not. (laughs) It just depends on kind of what you're dreaming, basically. Um, Sometimes people have dreams about exes or old partners or sex dreams. And I think that having a sex dream with anyone basically is just about control because you're trying to control an issue. And dreaming about an ex, which happens quite frequently to me lately during Mercury retrograde, is just about 
maybe there's a little bit of unfinished business. Maybe you feel looking back that you didn't say the things that you need to say. You know, it's interesting because I dream a lot about my exes during the post retro shade. Retro shade. Retro shade, yeah. And it's interesting because I feel that we're always still reviewing from, you know, the few weeks after Mercury retrograde when we're kind of reviewing the information. But during retrograde, I actually am kind of like, oh, I'm happy I'm not talking to that person anymore. But then during retrograde, I'm always dreaming, like, you know, about the relationship or about maybe I should have said this to them in the moment or maybe I should reach out to them. So it's interesting because, you know, a lot of the times we sort of get this feeling while we're sleeping that we need to contact people. And sometimes it's not about having, like wanting to contact them or having to, it's just about, you feel like the relationship hasn't completed its cycle. So I think that for me personally, those are two dreams that I have a lot sex dreams about it could just be me having sex with my computer I don't know I'm just using that (laughs) as an example but it's you know it's more about like me kind of trying to have like control over like you know like my computer always breaking down or you Mm. know me having sex with like you know by myself in the shower it could be about the fact that Maybe I'm freaked out about, you know, the coronavirus or something going along or the flu or something like that. So I think these are just examples, by the way. Yeah. So I think that, you know, on some level, we are, we do kind of look to our, to our dreams because our subconscious is telling us messages that maybe it's time, to, you know, maybe it's time to go for a checkup if you're having dreams about having to shower all the time or having sex in the shower by yourself, you know, maybe it's time for you to, you know, put your computer away and go outside and smell the roses. If you're having, you know, a dream about having sex with your computer as an example. (laughs) So I think that these are just random examples. So I think that a lot of the times, you know, things are illuminated while we are sleeping And it's interesting because there are so many common dreams that it's fascinating to kind of go down the list and to understand what they mean. I do think it's really important to pay attention to common themes. What would you say, though, to someone who's having a repeated dream, like it's the exact same dream over and over? It's time to embrace it. You know, a lot of people have dreams over and over because they're running away from what they need to embrace and deal with. So, you know, an example is if you're having a dream where you're being chased or chasing someone in a car, it means that, you know, the past is going to catch up with you, or maybe you need to talk to someone from the past or discuss a situation with someone who's moved away from you. Falling means that you kind of are getting carried away by feelings of grandeur and you need to come back to earth. And I think that these are all basically emotions that come through in different messages, subliminal messages to us 
because they're trying to kind of keep us grounded and allow us to understand our needs in a very significant way. It's really interesting that you brought up chasing dreams first, because the only reoccurring dream I have is uh, I've had this my whole life and I still have it. It's an alligator is chasing me. And whoever I'm closest to at that time in my life is like yelling to like cheer for me or like, and they're all telling me to like run in zigzags because most people don't know this, but if you live in a swampy place where there's alligators, they can't turn corners very well. So you're supposed to run in a zigzag because they are actually really fast on land. So it's really interesting that you brought that up because that's mine. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. I wonder what alligators mean in a dream. What do you think they mean? I mean, I've looked it up over the years. I've gotten a lot of different answers. Um, I actually feel very connected to alligators now. Um, I think it was about facing a fear. When I was growing up, there was a canal behind my house, and you would hear stories about little dogs going missing and Uh, it's just, it's scary when you're a little kid and you know that there's these like prehistoric beasts in your backyard, basically. Um, but now I feel, I feel like the dream is about overcoming because when I was younger, I would wake up before anything would happen. But now I always reach safety before I wake up. Do you also think that that could be about hidden deceptions from others too? I think it's possible. I think it's interesting that it's always who I'm closest to, you know, my closest friends at that time who are there, who are present. So I do think that there's something to that, too. I haven't really thought too much about it. Yeah. um, Another dream that's really popular in our subconscious (laughs) is a death dream. And when we dream about death, it's interesting because it's very, it relates very much to the interpretation and astrology and the tarot that, you know, the death card and the eighth house in astrology, they really just mean transformation. So it's interesting because whenever we do dream of death, it means that there's a major change coming our way or situations are about to change. Do you believe it's true that if you that you have to wake up before you die in a dream? No. (laughs) I've dreamed, you know, I mean, I think that a dream that I've always had since I was little was that I was falling and I fell into, well, here's the side story. (laughs) I used to, we used to go to the beach our whole family and they used to have you know a bunch of kids and you know a teenager watching a bunch of kids at the beach you know so they'd be like hey here's like <laughs> here's like 40 bucks you know watch like four kids you know while dig holes in the sand right so that was all that the teenager was supposed to do and just watch us at the beach and I remember this day vividly in real life and in my dreams, because I think that I've been dreaming about this day forever. And it was really funny because I remember that it was really windy that day and she got up from her chair and her chair was flying into the ocean and she went to go grab her chair and everyone was digging 
holes in the sand. And I was really, you know, really scared about, you know, falling into the holes because I must have been, I think, like two and a half years old. You know, I was like a baby. So I remember that I kept on walking and this is in real life and I kept on tripping in the holes. And there was one person who dug a hole that was really deep and I basically could fit my whole two and a half year old body in the hole <laughs> and I couldn't get out of the hole in the beach. And this my is dad, real life. Yeah, this is in real life. And my dad, you know, saw me from the corner of his eye. And I remember he came over running and he, you know, he must have heard me crying too. He came over running and you know, he pulled me out of the hole. And I remember thinking while I was in the hole, this is so crazy that, you know, if at the bottom of the hole, there was where all the whole cast of Sesame Street was. So I was like, I'm not afraid to be in this hole because I know that Ernie and Bert and Big Bird are going to protect me. Now, I remember thinking that because I was trying to kind of calm myself down from you know, the fear that was attached to it. And, you know, it's interesting because when I got older throughout life, I would always have these dreams of falling, you know, even as an ad my adult self felt like that whole same setup, like basically the whole way it happened in real life and me walking and falling in these holes and thinking, well, you know, worst case scenario, like I'll just live a life with like in another reality with like Big Bird and Ernie <laughs> and Bert, you know, like that's okay, like to calm myself down. But, you know, the sensation of falling got, you know, bigger and greater as I grew up. You know, and I remember what it felt like. And I remembered everything that happened from that day in my dream, even the shirt my dad was wearing at the beach. But what's interesting about the dream is that, you know, I say that I always have this dream when things are going really well in my life. It's actually really important, like really significant because, you know, there is a fear of basically taking an out of control plunge that a lot of people have in life or a out of control situation or not being able to get back into control or there's something that I have to say to people and quite literally falling can mean that, you know, the feeling the terror that of taking a plunge or taking a risk, like being scared to be open to new possibilities. So it's interesting that as a child, I had that dream that there would be a whole new kind of realm or, you know, vibe at the bottom of the hole, the bottom of falling. And that's quite literally what it means. And I always have that dream when things are going really well. And it kind of scares me because it's a wake up call that maybe it's telling me that I need to take more risks in life. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you were talking about the subconscious before and how dreams kind of present like stories or advice. You know, we're picking up on energies from the universe and our subconscious is kind of trying to come through and show us what the path is. But also spirits are giving us messages as well, our, our helping spirits. So how would you suggest that someone kind of connects or opens themselves up more to those messages from their helping spirits? I mean, I think that cleansing your aura is really important because I think that a lot of the times we are given messages, but we don't know if they're real or if they're just, you know, based on our moods. Also, we're not sure if there are feelings. And I think that, you know, by taking a Himalayan salt bath with lavender, you can really kind of take a deep dive into your subconscious. And also lavender and Himalayan salt and Epsom salt are really good to help you kind of like relax and meditate and sleep and really connect with, you know, your mind too. Yeah. And I think uh, the importance of doing that practice of cleansing yourself, what we call psychic or magical hygiene, it's important to do that because each individual is going to have specific meanings. The alligator, what that meant for me growing up, changes the definition. And, you know, uh, we were talking about tarot cards. There's so many that talk about dreams and subconscious so it's interesting to kind of dissect it all. Can you walk us through how you would go about doing astrology to interpret someone's dream? I would say that it's interesting because to me in tarot, the two cards that are based about the dream realm, the three cards, sorry, in my opinion, are the moon, the high priestess, and the death card. Do you agree or do you think there are more tarot cards that are based about dreams? So I have a really strong connection to the Four of Swords being about dreams or lack of sleep, lack of good sleep patterns, um, usually coming through with nightmares. A lot of the Swords cards can have that subconscious level or layer to them. Yeah, the Nine of Swords, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of, there's a lot. There's quite a few. I do agree that the High Priestess is absolutely about the subconscious, about intuition, um, you know, connection to spirit guides. The Moon is definitely the card that comes... Uh, that comes correct for this subject matter the most, 100%. And the 12th house probably, too. It's comparable that way. In astrology, we would look to the 12th house, the 4th house, and the 8th house. And, you know, you could very well use the 6th house. So the 4th house is sort of the house of personal use. And sometimes if you're having crazy transits or aspects or if you have a very heavy fourth house, you can sort of have these kind of intense nightmares or intense energies that come your way. Um, the sixth house is the house of daily routine. So when we're kind of dealing with how, you know, we handle our daily stresses and energies, that's a very much a sixth house energy. And the eighth house is the house of transformation. And it is the house of things that we don't tell other people. Mm -hmm. So 
a lot of the times when we have these transits to the eighth house, we are a little bit exhausted. We don't like to share things. You know, we're changing. We're kind of really leaning into our intuition to help us grow and evolve. And the 12th house is classically the house about dreams because it's about all of our unexpressed emotions and desires, our mental and psychological situations, circumstances, and our fears and our phobias. And it's interesting because the 12th house is the house of self-undoing, technically, and clandestine actions. And it's interesting because I always think that, you know, when we dream, we don't have control over our dreams. So when we talk about the 12th house, it's things that we don't understand and don't have control over. So sometimes people who are very 12th house heavy, which means that they have a lot of planets in the 12th house, or they have a lot of energies coming to the 12th house. They have very intense dreams, and sometimes they even have very intense nightmares. You know, the moon card to me is about unexpressed fears, unacknowledged fears, kind of a feeling and intuition, you know, are being intrigued by something. And yeah. it's interesting because that's what the 12th house is about. So my last question for you is, what what do you think some of the benefits are of someone who uh, gets a dream interpretation done, and why is it important for us to understand the messages that are coming through? Well, you know, I think that understanding your dreams is important because we can understand ourselves in a deeper level. And as you know, as an astrologer, you know, I always say we have to kind of look at everything and kind of find the interpretation that works for us. And sometimes dreams just don't mean anything. You know, <laughs> There's just so much overstimulation now that sometimes our brains kind of retain one little tidbit of information and obsess over it. And that becomes our dreams, you know, like it's really hard to gauge what we're going to retain throughout the day. Yeah. Sometimes dreams don't really have any meaning, but if you are having intense dreams or reoccurring dreams or dreams that have a lot of the same sort of themes, you can almost guarantee that it's a spirit message coming through. Is that, is, is this something that you offer? Um, it's something that I am trying to pursue currently. Yeah. I know that you offer dream interpretation through tarot. And well, you've had, had it done. What did you think? I mean, it was interesting because I have to say that, like, here's here's the here's the here's the tea for those of you who don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I was having a crazy dream about someone I know. And I was like, I keep on having the same dream. It was so crazy. <clears throat> and Blue basically told me that it's it's a dream based on a past life situation and that, you know, until I kind of create a boundary that I'm going to keep on having the same dream about the same person because, you know, this isn't a new situation. And I created a boundary with that person and, 
based on the dream interpretation. And as soon as I did that, I kind of began to feel better about myself and I felt really confident and, you know, I felt really structured in my life. And I think that it's really important to kind of understand your dreams because they can help you clear up a lot of the anxiety that you're feeling in the daily in your daily routine or at work. Yeah, that's so true. And you can book a reading with Lisa at lisastardust.com or follow her on social media on Instagram at lisastardustastro. We're kind of running out of time here. So thank you so much, Lisa, for coming on and talking to us about dream interpretation. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Stay mystic, witches. Be sure to subscribe to Mystic Witch on any of your favorite platforms. And you can show your support by contributing monthly at anchor.fm or on our Patreon page. Follow us on social media to hear exclusive audio clips from our guests at Mystic Witch Podcast. <laughs>